And tonight on the Rita Cosby Show, as President Trump is awaiting what he expects, an arrest and indictment tied to January 6th from Special Counsel Jack Smith, our next guest has some explosive details about video footage showing lapse of security on January 6th and what it all means. Well, joining us now is the great investigative journalist. He's also the founder of Just the News, John Solomon. Uh, John, what do you got? Yeah, listen, Narita, uh, this is a footage that we went through. We've been going through hundreds of hours of security footage uh, that Kevin McCarthy has made available to Just the News. And, our, and we're looking for what really went on that day, the untold stories. We've been told by many whistleblowers in the Capitol Police that there were numerous security and intelligence failures and that many of them could be seen on tape. And over the last few months, we've been able to make a lot of those public. Just a few weeks ago, we we, uh, made, uh, we published a series of videos showing how Capitol Police actually ended up triggering an uh, 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 unlocking system on a door, then abandoning the door and allowing about 300 of the protesters to walk into the Capitol uncontested, unfettered, without anyone confronting them. Uh, that is something that Ron Johnson said he believed it happened. We got the video footage. We put that out tonight. We tell a new episode. It's an extraordinary moment. It's shortly after the Capitol is breached by the protesters, by the rioters on January 6, 2021. You see law enforcement officers bring a bag of law enforcement gear, things like uh, uh, helmets and, and riot batons and plastic handcuffs. And they, they're carrying it to a door to get inside the uh, Capitol. They drop the bag kind of haphazardly and some of the handcuffs, the plastic zip tie handcuffs come out of the bag. They don't pick up the handcuffs. The handcuffs. Instead, they move the bag inside, leave the handcuffs on the ground. A few minutes later, protesters come, rioters come by, they pick up the handcuffs, they take them and they tie the door shut from the outside, preventing police from being able to get out that door. A few minutes later, the protesters spray the officers with a fire extinguisher gas, something that can be very dangerous and noxious to and the officers can't escape the foyer they're in because their handcuffs, which had been left on the ground, are now used to uh, block the door. They have to bust through the door. Eventually, the officers get to fresh air and, and, uh, and get out of the, the smoke and the gaseous uh, situation they were in. Uh, then the officers lose track of the bag again, and they, they leave it unattended. And some of the protesters literally grab this gear. It's a yellow duffel bag and a hard case shell bag that had more sensitive equipment in it. The protesters walk right out of the Capitol with this police gear, go down uh, the Capitol steps. Later on, some of the protesters bring the gear back, but they go through it, taking out helmets and other stuff, literally taking the police equipment out of the bag. It's an extraordinary lapse in security. Uh, Tonight, uh, Chairman uh, Barry Loudermilk, the chairman of the House Administration Subcommittee that's investigating January 6th security lapses, that he found the, uh, the video to be very disturbing. Another example of the security lapses he's been finding that the January 6th committee, the Democrat-run committee last year, swept under the rug, kept from the American people. He says there needs to be lessons learned and people held accountable. And he's going to begin that process tomorrow at a hearing in which the House uh, is going to in, uh, interrogate and question the Capitol Police Inspector General, the chief watchdog of the police department that protects the United States Capitol. Really significant footage. We put about four minutes up. People can watch the whole episode. We've had numerous police experts look at it and say, this is a serious uh, mistake by the police. No matter whose equipment it is, 
Police are taught don't ever lose control of law enforcement equipment because it can be used against you. It appears to have uh, failed. That, that principle has failed in that moment that's captured on videotape. You know, there are so many like lapses. Wow, that you're talking about sharing these details, these big exclusive details, John Solomon. You said Barry Loudermilk, uh, the congressman, he was the one who was accused of the like the tour. Remember that whole thing? I know. Which didn't happen. Which never happened. Exactly. So he's going to be having a hearing tomorrow. Of course, there's the huge IRS whistleblower hearing tomorrow, but he's actually going to be talking to the Capitol Hill police. Um, Well, what about what about the former head of the Capitol Hill police? who uh, has come out, who basically the one who was fired and says that he had asked for a backup, didn't get it from Nancy Pelosi's office. Are we also ever going to hear from Nancy Pelosi? Is she ever going to be put under oath to say, here's what your office knew. Here's what you didn't do. Why didn't you do it? I think, I mean, where are these two key folks? Yeah, listen, well, his son has been very public. We've interviewed him several times on my television show. He's been very candid. One of the things he says, and I think, it's the reason why I'm doing this journalism now. It isn't to embarrass police or to shame people or to change blame for what happened on January 6th. It's to help people realize that there are continuing security flaws at the Capitol that weren't addressed. At the Capitol, as Chief Sun told me in his most recent interview with me, the U.S. Capitol is no more safer today than it was on January 5th because the lessons and mistakes of that day have not been learned or corrected. And we, and when we showed the door a couple of weeks ago where the door alarm is pushed out, and the door can be unlocked from the outside. And all of a sudden, cop, the cops don't know. They move away to go deal with another circumstance. The door is open and people start flowing in, according to the people in the United States Capitol. That flaw hasn't been fixed. That could happen again in a future uh, calamity at the Capitol. Same thing here today. Do, do the law enforcement officers realize what happened? Do they realize that the cuffs that they dropped on the ground got used against them and put them in a dangerous situation? Did they even realize that the bag of uh, law enforcement gear got taken out under their watch, <laughs> something they could have prevented by locking it up somewhere else in the Capitol where the protesters weren't. These are really important questions. They're learning lessons. After 9-11, after the terrible tragedy that occurred in New York and Washington, lots of people, the CIA, the FBI, the Congress, the Blue Ribbon Commission, they all sat down and they critically looked at the mistakes, not to shame people, but to make us a more fortified nation, that really hasn't happened in the U.S. Capitol after the aftermath of January 6th. That is something that Chief Sund is desperately trying to get to occur. And I think tomorrow, Congressman Loudermilk begins that process. He's got a hearing tomorrow. He's going to bring the chief watchdog of the police. I'm sure he's going to ask him, hey, how come you didn't tell us about this video? This is your job to find it. A week from now, a joint hearing of the House and the Senate, very rare to have happen in Congress, is going to occur. And they're going to talk about other reforms that could occur to the Capitol Police. Republicans now kind of pushing the envelope and trying to get things fixed that were swept under the rug by the January 6th committee. And what about, though, also him testifying? Because remember, he has said, and I'm sure he said it to you, John, as well, basically, and I believe it's Chief Sund who was saying that, yeah, we knew even ahead of time that this was going to be a big crowd. We asked for backup. We asked for the National Guard. We asked for others. Couldn't get the backup. Also, there were many reports that Nancy Pelosi's office turned it down. Uh, Walk us through that. So we have the documents from this now. This is something that's very valuable, things that we began literally a year ago this month is when we started the effort to report on security and intelligence lapses. Chief Sun was never told of the intelligence that was coming in right below him in the intelligence division of the Capitol Police. He was not told that his own intelligence analysts 
had uh, significant intelligence from the FBI, from the Homeland Security Department, from the U.S. Marshal Service, and from the Metropolitan Police Department, and five other cooperating law enforcement agencies that they expected significant violence that day. What sort of violence was they being warned of? That the uh, protesters wanted to breach the Capitol, that they wanted to trap lawmakers in the tunnel, something that we actually saw play out that day, that some were talking about bringing guns to the Capitol uh, and, and potentially uh, holding uh, lawmakers hostage. There were specific diagrams of the Capitol that the uh, some of the bad actors that were planning to go to the Capitol, they already had in their possession. It was very specific and actionable intelligence. Chief Sun has told us, and he's told some of the congressional investigators, even though that was in his department right below him, it was never brought to his attention. Despite that, he felt a little concerned about the the, the, the temperature in the town and the possibility that this was going to be a big and unwieldy protest. And he asked for the uh, uh, National Guard to be deployed as an additional uh, resource to help his officers. And the security officers around Nancy Pelosi, the House Sergeant-at-Arms, turned him down saying they didn't like the optics of using military at the U.S. Capitol. Had that military uh, deployment been made, the officers would have had significant more resources around them. In fact, maybe the officers wouldn't have been so distracted in this video that they would lose track of uh, law enforcement equipment that then gets used against them. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was just thinking. If they had had backup and had more people there. Before I let you go, John Solomon, what's your reaction to the fact that President Trump came out a few hours ago saying that he got this target letter? Uh, It looks like they're preparing another arrest and indictment. This one tied, of course, to January 6th. Um, what what do you think this is all about? I was reading one of the things in the 14th Amendment, Section 3, by the way, uh, which talks basically about if somebody can hold office, if Congress can remove somebody, if right. they are tied to, quote, a resurrection or insurrection, rather, or rebellion. Yeah. Listen, the Democrats have, uh, have been looking for ways to nullify the possibility of Donald Trump becoming the nominee and running against Joe Biden again. They've said it openly. It isn't a secret. Uh, we have two uh, sets of charges against President, former President Trump now, one out of New York, which a lot of legal experts said is extremely weak and, and potentially challengeable in court. And the first in Florida by Jack Smith, the same prosecutor that now wants to charge Donald Trump in Washington, according to it. Nothing is surprising about this. The, the, we have been seeing this go on in the grand jury. The witnesses have been questioned repeatedly. And there's been an expectation, the target notification that the president acknowledged today, one of the final steps before an indictment typically is secured. Uh, it could very well be that by the time President Trump uh, has the first votes cast for him in January, he could be charged with upwards of 100 crimes by Democratic prosecutors in New York, Georgia, Washington, D.C., and Florida. Just think about that. Just <laughs> piling on the chief opponent to the man who's setting these things in motion, Joe Biden, the Justice Department. A lot of Americans look and say, hey, that's what they do in Banana Republic. It's not here in America, but it is happening right here in America under our noses. Rather than let the voters decide this in 2024, there are Democrats in our Washington Justice Department and in these prosecutorial offices in New York and in uh, Atlanta that appear to want to take care of this issue in the courts. And I think that's what has so many people with very serious heartburn. Yeah, absolutely. A deep concern. Um, We appreciate your awesome reporting, John Solomon. You always have great stuff. Everybody check out justthenews.com. There's always such great stuff, including this footage that John was talking about tonight. Uh, John, we love you. and We really appreciate your great work, John Solomon.
Uh, great to be with you. Thanks for having me on. Thank you so much, my friend.